You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Welcome listeners to Tax Wrap podcast episode 65. I'm Steve Burnham, joined by Lisa Grigg and Andy Nguyen. And today we're talking about something that we should be talking about a lot more, and that's exciting times in the accounting industry. Um, why are we excited? Yeah, the, the magic catchphrase at the moment, Steve, is this term digital disruption. Right. And basically it's, I mean, we live in an information age at the moment. Um, you know, everything's really fast and quick. You know, information's everywhere. It's almost too much. You know, if you were to look at my inbox on a daily basis, it's just, you know, I've just got to set those rules so that it goes into other another files that I can look at at some at some other time. So yeah. that's how much information that we've got at the moment. And really digital disruptions to do with um, the way that things are, are changing in the world. So the use of technology and how it changes the way that we, we do things. Um, so Think Uber is, is a typical example of that. You know, it's changed the way that uh, the taxi industry has moved. Think Airbnb, the way that we live in accommodation. Airtasker, the way that we provide services to other people. So there's some of the things that um, technology is disrupting the way that we do things. And that's very important for the accounting profession as well because a lot of times fundamentally it's all a set of rules and computers work really well with a set of rules. And so um, basically with this disruption technology that's available and this huge amount of data that can um, get produced and filtered and a set of rules attached to it, therefore accountants um, can be need, need to be aware of how that will change the way that they will run their practices going forward. It's, a, it's an interesting term, disruptive technology, too, because it's disrupting the way things are done, I assume, the status quo. So it's a, no wonder we all feel a little bit on edge about what's what's coming on the horizon. That's right, Steve. But it's you know, it was quite interesting when you think about it. Disruption's been around you know, since the, since the wheel, really. Oh. Um, and you can think about it, um, an analogy would be the first printing press based on um, a weaving loom is where yeah. it came from. So therefore, all the scribes lost their jobs. Yes, you know, you look at um, big thing about you know the horse and coach and the and the um, the trains. You know, they basically are they in the train business or are they in the delivery business? So uh, disruption's been around all the time. It's just that I think things are happening faster now mm. because we've got this little silicon chip that's made our lives. <laughs> Maybe more efficient, Andy, but as you were saying, I don't think it really does. It means that we just get a lot more crap in our inbox. <laughs> well, if you look at if you look at my desk, I've still got paper on my desk and it's uh, still filling up. So maybe I'm just not a neat, very neat person or organised person for that matter. So yeah, It's a lot to deal with, though. It is. So, And the other thing and most people will also know is that the government and the ATO are moving towards standard business reporting so and that's really you know the way that we tag data the way that we look at data in terms of how it fills up our tax return forms you know we're, we're starting to see that with with pre-fill for example mm. with um you know your tax return on my gov and my tax so so that's the way that we're moving towards um information and data is starting to become king Exactly. And then by tagging this data with this SBR, which is just basically, you know, a terminology just like Wi-Fi or just plugging a HDMI cable into your TV, Steve, that's mm. really what we're talking about. It's just basically a format for, for, ta- for tagging data. Mm. And then that leads itself to this robo-advice or algo ad- advice, which they mean algorithm, um, where we can do a set of rules. But, you know, then... Maybe some of our members and some of the accountants out there that do tax returns and accounts, maybe they think they're going to become obsolete. But I don't really think so, Andy. What do you reckon? Yeah, I don't think so, Dave, because, um, you know, one of the things that we were talking about um, 
off offline before was you know people were outsourcing tax returns to you know overseas you know some jurisdictions like the Philippines or or India or India for mm. example um, you know people have been offshoring some of those tax returns but my general view is that with the state of technology moving at such a rapid rate we'll probably all get them back in-house with uh, good standard business reporting tools and then so we will sort of like insource that's correct yeah that makes me feel a bit more comfortable that's correct and then basically then you overlay that with you know good um, robo uh, tools which you know are able to identify the issues and so they spit out the information and so you as a practitioner will therefore need to make a call as to you know we still have to put on our tax hat at the end of the day and or our super hat and and, and make judgment calls you know is this uh, item of interest deductible um, should I include this amount in assessable income so ultimately at the end of the day as long as there are tax laws eh, there will always remain judgment calls that you need to make exactly so really what's happening Andy the way that we've, we we see it is that the mundane just data filling, form filling out and everything like that gets automated. But the decision making we make as tax agents, accountants, SMSF advisors, any of that still needs to be made. And no matter how good the robo advice is, you know, they can't they can't mirror a brain and our own um, assessment of that. And the one thing that I always used to say in practice as well, you've got to look at the risk profile of the person you're talking about. Like are they risky or are they, you know, or risk averse? And that's what, you know, that cannot be easily put into a set of yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you manage How would one manage that? I mean, you make a decision on the risk uh, level or assessment of the client. Well, it's a judgment call, Steve, is, what, is exactly what I'm saying. So I know you, I know what you like, you know, I know you as a person. So I'd go, okay, Steve, based on X, Y and Z, you know, how do you feel about this? You know, we'll say this deduction, you know, it's always a grey area in tax. It's not always black or white. So therefore, we'd have to then make the decision oh, on which way to go. Which way to go. And mm. it's going to be your call. You sign the tax return, yep. not me. I, I do as a tax agent as well, but, you know, you're still signing the tax return that it's it's, it's a fair representation and it's correct. Yeah, and all we can really do, Steve, as advisors is to say, well, look, tax office has got really sophisticated data matching. Uh, this is the level of risk that we can expect uh, for you to have in terms of, you know, claiming these deductions or including these, these certain amounts as, as income. So really, you know, at the, ultimately at the end of the day, how we see technology working is that it will help you ultimately provide better value to your client. Correct. Yeah, so, so really, you know, it gives you an opportunity to go, okay, these are my clients. How can I best serve them with the technology that's available uh, today? It could be that, you know, you, you're able to spend that, just that little bit extra time analysing, you know, certain expenses or being able to, you know, we were talking about um, one of the, we went to a presentation last week and we were talking about, you know, digital Dropboxes, for example, and how that can make the life of a tax agent a lot simpler if your clients are able to to have a box where they can drop all their documents into you, and you can you can look at them instead of you know the the good old fashioned shoebox. And I think it's just going to add to efficiency as well, Andy, because what I think will happen with this SBR technology, we'll be able to make real-time tax decisions. So instead of having a tax return done in July or August, you can actually make the decision about um, a tax treatment 
in real time. So it's not going to be, oh, where's that contract? Where's that receipt? Whatever. It's already been addressed in September when you made the when you made the expense. So that's where we're actually going to, okay. and that's fantastic for us as individuals because we don't have to um, go back know, over all go the back all that all stuff. And mm. excellent for businesses because then businesses can track exactly where they need to be, work out how much tax they're going to pay, how much they're going to fully frank dividends. Imagine if you can do all that in real time. Yeah, yeah. And can you then? Would you then be able to make adjustments as the financial year progresses? Correct, correct. Towards the end of the correct, Steve. And that's the problem that we've got in tax at the moment. Until all this SBR and all this data matching and and data mining and and data populating uh, come comes into into play, is that we're always doing it retrospective. Mm. You know, the beautiful thing can be is, and you can adjust your pay as you go instalments, your withholding tax, all in real time. So there'll be no correction payment. So those of you that look after businesses out there, that one December payment. That won't need to be, you know, over or under. It can actually be absolutely correct. Yeah. So once thirty June ticks over, you could you could basically make a decision um, after having a you know a brief look at the uh, at the financials. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So we know exactly how we're tracking from a tax perspective. Just speaking from selfishly, I suppose it'd be great to know, for instance, how much has been contributed to super fund if you can top it up before on June 29 or hold back a little bit or whatever you want to do. Exactly. And that's all linked, even though, mm. you know, we're sort of, our members frown about MyGov account, you know, that's really what potentially we can do by linking MyGov with your TFN and mm. all those sort of things as well, Steve. But, you know, that's, so it becomes a planning exercise. Mm. So one of the things we've been talking about is, you know, we won't be compliance people anymore. We'll be tax planners. Mm. And, you know, so therefore, you know, we can actually get the right tax outcomes at the right time. So, saying that regard, Steve, it's, you know, sort of, I'm one that's, you know, I'm not necessarily an early adopter. <laughs> I'm actually quite slow, but I think with the speed that things are moving, it's rather than swim against it, it's worth embracing and swimming with the tide and embracing the technology because, you know, the opportunities are really out there. It, it's been, there has been a lot of change and it seems as though there's more and more coming. How, how, how long do you think the industry is going to have to cope with adopting all the disruptive technologies that are, that are out there? I've, I think it's always going to be there. Okay. Um, it's it's a constant, you know, it's, um, things don't sort of stop. It's just help willing and mm. your ability to adapt to these changes, that becomes important. It so reminds me of that saying, what is it, if you stand still, you're actually moving backwards. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's evolution, really, and we've just got to keep up with it. Um, one of the things that um, I was reading today was a comment by um, Panalytics founder Rob Nixon, and I think some of you know Panalytics and their proactive accountant network, and he actually said something at a, a SAGE conference, and I know a lot of our members use HandySoft, so that's what we're talking about here, that he was talking about um, what the impact of the change of technology will be, um, especially on compliance. Andy mentioned about going overseas, and, and so the compliance dollar is shrinking. So the fees that our members are generating from compliance is shrinking, and some of that's to do with the cloud. But what has to happen is our members have to think about for their practice moving forward um, how they're going to be more advisors and really do real-time adjustments to, to their um, clients' businesses or look for new services. You know, maybe they need to start looking at SMSFs or aged care or um, estate planning or other things in their practice where, you know, it's it's basically you're and my relationship that I'm talking about, yeah, Steve. So yeah. you're my client. I know I'm going to supply everything for you. So the compliance costs will be very, very small. Yep. And um, what Rob was talking about was looking at um, the adoption of cloud computing in 
our small little um, sister country next door, New Zealand, um, that um, the cloud computing, there's a big percentage of adoption of cloud computing in New Zealand. And so the compliance costs have gone down. So they were looking at the cost per partner, which is one of the metrics a lot of the bigger firms especially look at. Mm. And the mm. cost per partner has actually gone down um, because of the lack of compliance revenue. So given that New Zealand's a great market to test things out and cloud adoption. Is, is it the land of the long white cloud? It is. It, it is. is. I've just it thought is. of that then. That's right. That was no pun intended that um, you've got to, you know, learn from the New Zealand era in basically being prepared to adjust business models now yeah. for this reduction in compliance costs. And it and it will go, but you've just got to be prepared to understand your clients and start talking about advisory. And the cloud does actually create mobility as well because you can work anywhere, anytime, knowing that you can tap into that uh, cloud as and when you need to as an advisor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, Letty and I were at an accountant's firm last week or the week before, and they just love the tools where you can take your little laptop or your, your, your tablet, go to a client's place and have all the things available on that device to be able to fix a problem or just be, you know, to, do, to do your job properly. So that's it's right. All, that's exciting. That's great. That's right. All you need is your laptop and a very good Wi-Fi connection and away you go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Thanks very much again, guys. Thank you, Lisa, and thank you, Andy. And thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week.